What am I going to do after high school? I've been asking myself that same question for about four years now, and I guess I'll have to know the answer soon enough. As senior year approaches and my decision draws ever closer, it's time to take a look back on the things we've learned this past year and figure out how we can apply them to now. Welcome to season four, the final season of Completely Lost. Alright, hello everybody, and welcome back to Completely Lost. My name is Quinn, this is my younger sister Avery. So. And we are your co-hosts. That's right. That's right. That's right. Get used to it. <laughs> um, today, we are doing a revisited episode. I didn't, I forgot to tell Avery what we're doing the episode about, oh, sorry yeah, Avery. I, I don't even know. Uh, usually I tell her before the start of the episode, but I forgot today. Mm-hmm. Avery, we are doing a college essays revisited episode, which means we are going to be answering the two questions that we always answer during mm-hmm. a revisited episode. The first of which being, how has the world changed how since world changed? Uh, that previous episode? And how has my opinion changed? Oh, true. Has my opinion changed since that yes. previous episode? I thought you were going to repeat it back. No. How has her opinion changed? Okay, yeah. Um, and you might, be, you might be saying to yourself, you might be asking to yourself, how has the world changed? Like, what kind of question is that? It's a good question. Yeah, I'll it's tell a great you, question. Because, um, <laughs> as you very well know, the college admissions process is ever-evolving. Uh, rules change almost constantly, and mm. a lot of the information in this podcast will be, like, obsolete within the yeah, same right. year. And a great example is the fact that the Common App prompts have changed. What? Or only one of them. Only the one of them. The Common App prompts have changed? Just one of them. Okay. Uh, but this is actually uh, quite exciting news for those who follow the Common App circles, I suppose. Yeah. That, because uh, this is the first time that this has happened since 2017. Whoa. The Common App prompts do not regularly change. In 2K17. fact, the... 2K17, in fact, NBA 2K17, in fact, the <laughs> first overhaul of the Common App Bombs was in 2013, Whoa. so this doesn't happen often. This is a monumental well, this can This can hardly be called an overhaul, just one prompt was changed, but this is pretty cool because <laughs> they don't usually change. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be talking about that. Oh, but before we do, uh, two things, two things. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. hi guys, I'm no longer sick. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. In yeah. the last episode, I was kind of quiet. But now I'm loud again. Yep, or, or, yep, well, yep. no. A more appropriate thing would be, last episode I was sick, now I'm not again. So, Because um, it is 8.45 a.m. It is 8.45 <laughs> a.m., so I'm talking a little bit quietly today, but I'm no longer sick. That's over. Yeah, man. Thank you. Woo. Anyway, oh, the second thing is, let's do a quick recap of what a Common App essay is. So, the last time we talked about uh, the prompts was actually in Season 1, Episode 4, Mm-hmm. Uh, which was, I believe, released on October 9th, 2020. What a throwback. Ah, that's scary. That was like the second month of junior year for me. Yeah. And that was like the second month of freshman year for you. Freshman year. Little right? kid. Um, but yes, it, my point being, it's been a long time since we've talked about these things. So mm-hmm. just a quick recap of what the Common App essay uh, is, what the prompts are, uh, or what the rules are, more importantly. So one... Uh, 650 words, just, you know, it's a little crash course. You're only allowed to use 650 words, mm. no more, no less. Or, sorry, no, you can have less. You cannot mm. have less than 250 words. Uh, you cannot have more than 650, however. And this, uh, will prove to be a challenge later on, because 650 is not actually a lot of words. Yeah, no. Uh, in <laughs> retrospect. But yes, 650 words is the max amount of words you are allowed to use on the Say, Common App prompt. In reference to one page, how much is 650 words? It's a little over a page. Okay. 
Um, well, you guys. I mean, depending on what, like, f- uh, you know, typeface you're typing in. Font oh, size. Yeah, whatever. Just yeah. Normal, but, but in my experience, it's been a little over a page if you're typing in 12 Arial. Um, well, then. Okay. Yes. You heard it um, here, folks. It's a little <laughs> over a page if you're typing in 12 Arial. Okay, so the second thing to remember is that um, in the Common App, there are seven prompts total. Seven. There are going to be seven prompts total. Uh, I'm not going to read these all out because they're kind of long and um, okay. we already did read them out on oh. season one, episode four, if you want to read that. So l- listen, if you want to go back and listen to that, just keep in mind, prompt number four is wrong and we'll get to that prompt soon. Prompt number four is wrong. Yes. But if you want to listen to the common app prompts again, you can go to season one, episode four and just ignore prompt four. Hashtag just outdated. Hashtag outdated, literally. Um, or if you want, you could just simply search up common app prompts 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. They'll come up. Um, Immediately. Anyway, so yes, that is just the crash course of what the Common App essay is. It is an essay you write at the end of your Common App. There are you have to have six hundred fifty words. You cannot have more than that. You can have less than that, but no more than two, uh, no less than two fifty. Um, and there are seven prompts that you can choose one from to answer. Mm-hmm. There is also this year an optional COVID nineteen prompt oh. that basically just you know, in so many words, asks how did COVID-19 change your life? Yeah. Uh, this was there last year. They've decided to keep it on for this year. It will probably be removed next year. Well, not, we don't know. Yeah. But um, for now, at for least, probably. they have confirmed that they will keep it on for one more additional year. Cool. So, cool. So technically, there are seven prompts and one-eighth optional prompt. Yeah. Epic. So, uh, now that we have done our crash course, let's yeah. ask ourselves, Whoa. how has the world changed since that previous episode, since that fateful day in October 9th, 2020. Um, well. <laughs> the prompts, the prompt changed. We already, that's, okay. it's not a big twist. We just revealed the it earlier changed, in the episode. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, if you uh, went on our Instagram recently, uh, you'll know that the prompts have changed. Uh, I posted about it the second I heard about it. Guess what? They actually changed in February and I just didn't know. Oh, um, <laughs> it's okay. Yep. Whoops. But I posted about it recently uh, just because, I mean, this is not things that my friends are talking about. So I just yeah. kind of didn't find out until recently. Uh, but this is, as I've said, the first time that this has happened in four years since 2017. Monumental stuff. So uh, the prompt that was removed... The prompt that was removed, as I said earlier, is prompt number four. I'll read it out now. This Ooh, is, I'm going to read it out. You want to read it out? Yes. It's kind of a... Can you read out the new one? Because I wrote this kind of tiny handwriting, and I'm okay. afraid you're not going to be able to read it. Sure. All right. Avery, Avery will read out the new one. I'll do the old one. Nice. So the prompt that has been removed is thus. Describe a problem you solved or a problem you'd like to solve. It could be an intellectual challenge, a research query, or an ethical dilemma. Anything of personal importance. So that's gone. That is no longer a prompt. No longer. It's just, it's no longer a prompt. That's prompt number four. Forget about it. Forget about it. We never say Forget it. Forget about <laughs> it. Um, and this is the prompt that they put in its place. Here, Avery. All right. Reflect on something that someone has done for you and that, that has made you happy or thankful in a surprising way. How has this gratitude affected or motivated you? And that is the new prompt. That is prompt number four. Yeah. Uh, it has been replaced. Boom. Done. <laughs> there it is. This is now the new prompt. Yeah. And you might be asking yourself, all right, well, why did they remove the other one? Oh, true. Uh, <laughs> it was a rather good one. I liked it. And the answer is, no one chose it. Literally, oh, wow. no, it was the least chosen one out of all no the seven. No one chose it? Pretty, no, not like zero people. Oh my God, that would have been Like, funny. just very few people chose it. Wow. And the, and I can't this, even remember what it was. <laughs> it was describe an intellectual problem or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And because of this, because of no one choosing it, uh, it got removed. They were like, all right, this trend has been continuing for quite a while. Mm-hmm. We don't really like it. Uh, you know, there's also a secondary reason of that they felt it was, like, too scientific, that they wanted to push yeah. kids to talk about personal experiences, not about problems in the world. Yeah. So they yeah. want kids to talk about themselves. And that question, they felt, was not geared towards making a kid talk about himself. Exactly. So, uh, it's gone. Boom, it's on. And now <laughs> no, we have this no new one did. in place talking about gratitude. So, how can I use this change to my benefit? Well, maybe you're hearing this prompt, maybe you're hearing it, and you're like, well, I actually have the perfect story. Like, I can think of, like, uh, eight stories that have to do with this. I'll just choose one. And even if you don't have the perfect story immediately in mind, keep in mind that this is a brand new category. All the other ones have been around for years. So just choosing this one on its own is already giving your essay a little spark of interesting. Because you're like... You're new, you're interesting, you're and choosing they're, they're the epic like, prompt, the new one. You're like one of the few who's starting to get on Exactly. It, so they're going to look at that. Yeah, and obviously, you know, like, there's no kind of like set rules for this category yet, making it a little bit harder to write for. Like for the other, um, sure. for the other prompts, which have been around for years, like... They know what's up. Prompt number one, which talks about your identity. Like, there's rules for that. There, people have done it before, so mm-hmm. like college websites can give you advice. They'll be like, all right, so here's some questions you got to answer if you want to do prompt number one. Yeah. They can't really help you out with prompt number four, because it's new. Different questions. So, but... In that aspect, it is harder, yes. But in the aspect of it being new, it gives your essay that little spark of interesting. Right. And if you already have a story in mind, then go for it. Like, mm-hmm. why not? So the next uh, logical question that you may ask yourself is, okay, well, what are some examples of things that I can write about? Let's mm-hmm. let's think. Let's start thinking like a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brainstorm. Uh, now, I went on College Vine, because I know that College Vine often gives, like, writing essay examples. Like, not real essays that students have wrote, but, like, examples, examples. of what they might write mm-hmm. or something like that. And I always find that these are pretty creative. Prompt so prompts. I'll read them out to you. Hmm? Prompt prompts. Aw. Prompt prompts. Yeah, you're so right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was nice. Um, well, anyway, what College Vine said and what I agree with is you got to remember that there's an emphasis on surprising. So, like, the surprising way in some, which someone helped you. It's not, like, an obvious way. So, you might want, you know, might want to write about something that may have seemed, like, bad at the time, but, like, now you appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the act itself was surprising, like, the person it came from. Yeah, You're like, yeah, this yeah. person, I would have never expected this person to exactly. do something gratitude. So, it's mm-hmm. like... What is surprising about it? Because there's that emphasis on, like, interesting. Give it that little twist. Yeah. Um, so they they had a couple prompts on there, a couple little prompt prompts. Yep, yep, yep. Um, the prompts. first one that I rather liked uh, was, like, your friend signed you up for a robotics club, and you didn't like it at first, but now, actually, you really love robotics, and you want to be a programmer when you're older, or something Whoa, like that. surprising. So, it's surprising. It's that twist. You didn't think you would like it. You thought your friend was being kind of mean signing up for that, but now you realize it was the greatest act of gratitude that they could have ever done. Wow. Because you want to be a programmer, and you would have never known that had you not tried out robotics. Um, the other one was, like... You are an artist, but your parents think artists is stupid, mm-hmm. and they think it's impractical, and they have never supported you. They never bought you art supplies. Mm-hmm. They never, I don't know, allowed you to take art classes. But then, one day, out of nowhere, you're at an art gallery or something. Oh. You're at, like, an art show for your school, yeah. and you don't expect your parents to show up, oh but God. they do! Yay. They show up, and you think, wow, Whoa. what a nice act of gratitude. This is this has motivated this. me to go on. Yeah. So, like, like, that. Uh, those were the two prompts that prompt prompts that College Vine gave. Um, I think they pr- illustrate pretty well those two kind of like ways you can take the question. Yeah. Was uh, was the act 
originally bad, but now it's good? Or was the act surprising in itself? Like, where's the twist? Where's the exactly. lemon zest? You gotta get You know, that where's the surprising? Um, so those are just examples, obviously, and maybe telling those stories to you, maybe that sparked uh, a bit of memory for you. Maybe yeah. you're like, you're oh, like, wait. Oh, wait, I remember. That, that does they, remind me of another story that happened. Happen. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and if it didn't, then you got six other prompts, so <laughs> exactly. it's all right. But, um, and just go for the seventh if you can't think of anything. Because as you'll remember, the seventh is a wild card prompt. You can just make up your own prompt for that one. Um, but yeah, that is yeah. the new prompt, prompt number four. That is what is different in the world. Uh, and those are just some examples of how you can take it if you would like to. And the second question now we have to ask ourselves, as I said in the beginning of the episode, is how has my own opinion changed since that previous episode was aired? Uh-huh. Um, and of course, it has been a very long time since October of 2020. Um, in fact, back in that day, I hadn't even written my first draft of my college oh. essay yet. Um, you know, but I, uh, maybe if you are an avid listener of the show and you've listened to episodes that came out in maybe like March or maybe early February, or sorry, late February, uh, you might remember that maybe once or twice I offhandedly mentioned that one of my teachers was making us write our first draft of our college essay for a grade. And he did. And that happened. Uh, We handed them in in March. Didn't get them back until, like, May. But uh, whatever. There was a lot of college essays to go through. Um, But yes, he did do that. He was like, oh, since I know you guys aren't going to do this on your own, write your first draft of your college essay. I'll take a look at it and see what I think. And so we did that. Uh, and mm. that was when I wrote my first draft of my college essay. Probably not a lot of people are going to start writing their first college essay drafts until maybe like the summer of mm-hmm. their junior year, going into their senior year, whatever, it's up to you. You can start literally anytime you like, so long as it isn't two seconds before. Don't do that. Yeah, this is yeah. your college essay. Like, don't, oh my God, don't please take it seriously. I know, like, I almost like put it off because it's an easy thing to like forget about, but it mm-hmm. is one of the most important parts of your application. And it's so easy to put on the back burner in terms of like, oh, but like grades and like, yeah. oh, like I got to get my volunteer hours in or like I got to get, I don't know, extra But if you don't have a good essay. Then it's kind of like, it's not, yeah. it's not like all for nothing, obviously, because exactly. grades and extracurriculars and all that do really matter. Um, but your essay is extraordinarily important. Mm-hmm. Anyway, with that in mind, how has my opinion changed since October 9th, 2020? Well, Back in the day, uh, I think I definitely used to put too much emphasis on, like, the story. Uh, you're always supposed to, like, have a story in your college essay, you know, if, if it applies. Mm-hmm. Um, I put way too much emphasis on the story. You need to draw it back to your accomplishments. I kind of didn't put enough heavy emphasis on this. Um, I also didn't realize how difficult that 60... 60- 650 word limit was gonna be. Yeah. I thought, oh, this is gonna be easy. 650? That's that's so little. Exactly. That's so little. I kept going over. Yeah. And, and also, like, you you like to write a lot. So. Yes, but even if you don't like to write, like, it's sometimes hard because everything you sure. want to say about yourself, you have to fit into that 650. can't fit in a page and a half. Exactly. So that. Um, and plus, uh, you also need to answer the main question, which is, what is unique about me? Mm. I feel that in my first draft, I did not accurately answer this question. And you might be saying, your first draft? Quinn, we didn't read your first draft. We don't yeah. we don't know anything about your first draft. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, boys yeah, and girls, Jen. have I got a surprise yeah, for you. Yeah. We sure. are, as a little treat, mm-hmm. are going to do a dramatic reading of my first draft of yeah. my college essay here on the show. Now, I want to be clear. This is not in any way, shape, or form the uh, essay I'm sending into colleges. Mm-hmm. This essay has a lot wrong with it. There's also some good about it. Uh, we are going to go over the good and the bad, and we're going to talk about, like, what makes this a good essay, what makes this maybe not so good essay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, this is not the essay I'm sending into colleges. Like, I'm the college um, essay I'm sending in has a completely different topic and a completely different it's, discussion. It's so no way, shape, or form um, close to what we're gonna read. Yes. So the what we're gonna read right now. This is just the first draft. This is the one I wrote for that that essay back in March or something. So um, yes. Without further ado, here's a dramatic reading of my first draft of my college essay, and then uh, after it is done, we are going to talk about what was good and what was bad about it. In fifth grade, I created a killer bunny to make my sister laugh, and in the process, accidentally discovered my love for writing. Sometimes, especially when we were very young, our parents would randomly send my sister and I to the backyard, saying we didn't get enough exercise and that we should be outside. Neither of us wanted to go. It was hot out and we didn't feel like running around. So naturally, in protest, we would sit on the ground and do absolutely nothing. Technically, we were outside. It didn't really take our parents long to catch on, though, and they set the requirement that we actually needed to be playing something. Of course, we figured out a way around it soon enough. Not all games required getting up. We invented a sort of choose-your-own-adventure game. Everything in it was completely made up on the spot. I was always the storyteller, and she was always the player. The rules were simple. I told her the situation and gave her possible actions, like a video game. All my tales were interactive. I decide the beginning, she decides the ending. That way, it's fun for both of us. Do you walk down the hallway or climb the ladder? She fumbles with her fingers. Hallway. There's a computer at the end of the hallway. Do you turn it on? Yes. The computer lights up and the screen turns white. You see a strange silhouette. It's the bunny. Quinn, don't make it scary again. I'm not. The tale of the bunny was a classic one. I must have told it hundreds of times. It was definitely one of our favorite games to play again and again. It always started the same way. My sister's character traveled through dark corridors and shadowed dungeons, evading the omnipotent presence of the bunny. She would have to solve puzzles I made up on the spot, usually nonsensical things that would have to do with my other favorite mechanic, the spooky computer. We would spend hours there, cross-legged on the dirt, as I continued to improv wildly. What do you do? Um, I touched the computer. The screen turns black again. Two answer choices pop up on the screen. Yes and no. She furrows her brow. I hate yes. A box appears at your feet, and inside are little black berries about the size of your thumbnail. Oh no. A lot of our earlier games were like this. Reoccurring objects, ridiculous and arbitrary. Those were the deadly nightshade berries, otherwise known as the only way to defeat the bunny. I'm not sure if actual nightshade berries are deadly or if they're even real, but it sounded cool to ten-year-old me. This particular game could only end if you forced the bunny to eat them. Okay, okay. Um, I summon him. I make him angry. You wait until the computer screen shows the silhouette again, and then you punch the screen, breaking it. Oh, um, I get the nightshade berries. He crawls out of the screen and launches at you. I force him into his mouth. The death of the bunny was always a drawn-out masterpiece. With much screaming and giggling and flailing round, I would act out his demise, finally crumping for crumpling forward in a slumped-over heap. The day is won! The bunny is defeated! The victory always felt fantastic, even though it was guaranteed. The games only grew more elaborate from there. I would add more, invent new enemies, create different puzzles. My sister was always up to the challenge. Thousands of variations on the same basic game. It helped my improvisation skills immensely, and it sparked a love for writing that I've never truly forgotten. While I was typing this, I actually asked my sister if she still remembered the trials of the bunny. The smile on her face said all I needed to know. And that was my college essay, or Yay. that was the that was the first draft of my college essay. 
Um, it was so fun. If you're wondering, that was 650 words exactly. Every mm, every wow. word was meticulously counted out. I had to delete <gasps> a lot of stuff. Um, and that's because I was writing it for the first time, and I kind of went over the word count. Yeah. But yes, that was Trials of the Bunny, otherwise known as my first draft. So, what was good about that? What was bad about that? We're gonna go over each. Um, let's, good or bad, what should we start with? Good, and I want to add something good that I just thought. Okay, what's, what's um, something good? It's super playful, fun, and makes you feel good. Yeah! Yeah. Um, yeah, thank you for that, Avery. I appreciate no the problem, compliment. Um, okay, so the good stuff about this is, one, I believe the opening line is pretty good. I believe, uh, it was, like, in fifth grade, I created a killer bunny to make my sister laugh or something like that. Mm -hmm. That's a good opening line because that's a hook. You want to know more. You want to be like, what? (laughs) Wait, explain that sentence. (laughs) Like, what does that mean? So, I think I had a good Mm -hmm. opening line. Uh, I also think my usage of a story was good. You're always supposed to use, like, a story, um, dialogue, dialogue and stuff. Yep. Uh, those are the two good things I think I had, the opening line and the usage of a story. The bad things were that I used too much dialogue. Mm-hmm. You're really not supposed to use that much unless it's, like, absolutely necessary. And at the time, I didn't really know that. Yeah, yeah, Um It just seemed like the whole the It whole was 90% thing. story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I did not answer that unique question, or that question of what makes me unique. Mm-hmm. I just kind of, like, told a cool story. Yeah. And while the story <laughs> itself was fine, I guess, it didn't really have a point. It just, I just kind of rushed the ending. I was just like, um, and then I figured out I loved writing. Which yeah. is true, but, like... I should have written more about that. I should have written more about what I have done. I didn't talk about my accomplishments at all. And like mm-hmm. I said earlier, like, one of my faults at the time was that I focused too much on story and not enough on accomplishments. Yeah, yeah. So, Avery was like, it was fun and playful and interesting, but it kind of had no point. Mm-hmm. There was no... I didn't even know the prompt. Oh, I chose prompt seven, the do your own prompt. Oh, cool. Exactly. Because I literally didn't know which prompt to choose. Mm-hmm. I looked at all of them and I was like, I don't know any of these. Like, yeah. I don't... And sometimes that's going to happen, guys. Like, sometimes you're just going to look at it and be like, I genuinely can't answer a single one of these. Um, if you were wondering, the most popular prompt is prompt one and two. Mm. Uh, prompt one, I believe. I can't remember prompt two right now. Prompt one is um, describe... Oh, I remember prompt two. Oh, prompt one is describe a facet of your identity that you would believe you are incomplete without. Um, mm-hmm. Prompt two is describe an accomplishment that you have had or, like, an obstacle you overcame. Cool. The, that's prompt one and two. Those are the most popular ones um, as of last year. That sounds Of like course, this year popular. that may change. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Those are the good and bad things about my first draft essay. Yeah. Overall, do I believe it was a good essay? Not for college. Maybe maybe if it was a good essay, I don't know. Like, in general, that's up to you I, to decide, I, listener. Okay. But For me, uh, yeah, for me personally, mm-hmm. for college, no. Yeah. In general, as a story, yeah, of course, one thousand percent. Sure. Well, thank you, Avery. I don't know. Y- y'all can judge that. That was written by me like a couple of months ago. So, okay. IDK. But thank you, Avery. No problem. Your your appreciation is appreciated. What is? I only speak the truth. That's nice. One one Avery, two Averys are standing at the door. One always lies. <laughs> one always tells the truth. What do you say? Did you figure out? Oh, what's two plus two? That's that's the easiest question in the world to me. You just ask them what's two plus two. One of them's gonna like say like five. So. Yeah, but you can only ask one question. So you gotta like. Yeah. So I asked. I asked the guy. I said, "What's two plus two? And if he says four, he's the one who tells the truth. And oh. if he says five, then he's the one who lies. Oh, okay. There's no like. I know I don't remember the actual that's, solution to the puzzle, yeah, but that's the one I've always done. It was done. something concerning the other guy too. Is weird. It was always like, is Why? your brother the liar? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, um, something like that. You know what? 
Y'all, if you know the answer to that particular puzzle that I'm talking about, email us. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'll just look it up after this, but yeah. that's that's always the root I've taken. Yeah, just ask them what's supposed to. Um, anyway, so yes, um, what good timing, because I was actually about to start the intro, or sorry, outro. Mm. But um, yes, that was the first draft of my college essay. I do not believe it was a good college essay, but maybe it was a good essay, IDK. That's up for you guys to judge me on. Uh, but we talked about what's good and what's bad. We talked about the new prompt. We talked about how my opinions have changed over the course of a couple months. Um, and I believe that is all I wanted to talk about in this revisited episode. Yeah. So, um, I guess we can start the outro. All right. If you have any questions or things that you think we did not explain well enough, you can email us both at completelylostsisters at gmail.com. That is completelylostsisters at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. It's completelylostsisters. Polls on Instagram. It's completelylostsisters on Instagram. Polls. We talk about interesting factoids. You should look at it. <laughs> Common app, Deep Strings College, yep. IDK, <laughs> all that good stuff. Uh, final message for the day is uh, do whatever you want to do today. Take a day off, even if you have a lot of deadlines. Just ignore them. Just take a day off. <laughs> even if they're due today. What's your final message? Or have been due for weeks. Um, <laughs> g- good job. Good job on everything you've done today and everything you will do tomorrow. And with that... We are going to leave you all. So, we will see you next Saturday. Have an amazing day, everyone. Uh, And rest up. Three, Mm -hmm. two, one. Goodbye. That the continent of Africa is what? about half the size of the continent of Africa. Whoa. Which in turn is about half the size of the continent of Africa. No. But that itself is only one fourth the what? size of the continent of 